Welcome to episode 90 of the Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Beth Below, and I'm pleased to welcome you to the conversation today. Whether this is your first or your 90th episode, I hope you hear something that will make you smile, spark an insight, improve your business, or maybe even change your life. This episode is so full of information and actionable content, I want to get right to it. While we know that introverts can be go-it-alone types, the truth is we can't accomplish anything meaningful completely by ourselves. This is especially true in our professional lives. We need teachers and friends, colleagues and mentors who will shine the light on what's possible because many of them have already been there, done that, and have lots of wisdom to pass along. But those folks aren't always easy to recognize because we're not always ready to hear the lessons they have to share. We don't fully realize how many mentors are already in our lives, so we don't benefit as fully from what they have to offer. In this conversation, we'll learn what a mentor is, how it's different from your boss or your coach, and how to cultivate a mentor relationship with people you know and even those you don't. My guest today is Jeff Woods, host of the Mentee Podcast. Jeff is a medical device salesman by day and an entrepreneur by night. After hearing the Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, Jeff set out on a mission to surround himself with high-level CEOs and entrepreneurs. Fast forward, he is now being mentored by many of these heavy hitters, and he publishes the conversations that he has with those mentors on his top business podcast, The Mentee. Jeff has been featured in Entrepreneur.com and is considered the authority on building meaningful relationships with high-level influencers and mentors. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast. It's a pleasure to welcome you today. Oh, thanks so much, Beth. I'm uh, I'm really happy to be here. Well, what is making you smile today? Ah, uh, what is making me smile? So this is this is new, but it's been making me smile for about two weeks now, and it's when my phone beeps and it's a little notification that I made money without doing anything. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Don't a good. You that's love a, that? oh, it just happened. <gasps> <laughs> Talk about! I even heard the ding. That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> That's part of my dream, you know, make money while you sleep. So that is definitely a reason to smile. There you go. Well, as we jump into the conversation, I definitely want to be talking with you about the power of having a strong mentor and what that can can do for you and your business. And I know it's something that's come up with the introvert entrepreneurs that I've worked with. Like, what is it? How do I get one? What do I do with that person once I get them? But I want to start out by asking you a little bit about where you fall on the introvert extrovert spectrum and how the awareness of where you fall on the spectrum has influenced you. Well, I would definitely say on the introvert-extrovert spectrum, I'm an extrovert all the way. Although recently, I just discovered that I I have an introvert side of me. Somebody mm-hmm. did a little assessment for me, and um, all of a sudden they were like, yeah, you're, you're a crazy extrovert, but you also <laughs> need that time alone by yourself, and you do have that closet introvert inside of you, which I thought was really interesting, and it's totally true. Yeah, yeah. How much would you say you were aware of that before the assessment? I wasn't. I wasn't at all. Um, mm-hmm. not, none of my behavior has changed, but it was just a matter of it really brought it into my awareness, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And you know what I find is when the, when people realize they have that, that part of themselves, because we all, like, I'm definitely an introvert, but I have an extroverted side, and I have some of that energy within me. And so too much alone time, I know that, oh, you know, I have not honored the extroverted part of me that 
needs the social interaction or needs to be, you know, around people and, and being stimulated by external forces. And so having that awareness that that is a natural part of me helps me to come to a solution faster when I hit a wall. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. And I would think that, you know, as you, you know, now that you have that awareness, if you start to hit that wall, you know, even you can get peopled out, I would guess. <laughs> Very rarely. Oh, really? You must be uh, far on the spectrum. <laughs> oh, no. Like, there's a spectrum. And then like, where it ends, you keep going. There's Jeff. Oh, got it. Excellent. So on that rare occasion, so my introvert island question later is, uh, I don't know if you could take three weeks then. <laughs> No, no, I couldn't. I did a two-week vacation through France where I rented a car and drove through. And by the fourth day in, I was like passing hospitals and wondering what type of medical equipment they had in there because I'm in medical device sales. <laughs> right, right. I was thinking you were going to say, I wonder if there are any patients that feel lonely that just want to chat, you know? They just need a, they just need a friend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so you're actually, you know, then you're the perfect person to be talking to about how we can connect with other people, you know, in a meaningful way, um, especially for our business. So tell us a little bit, you know, I want to start out by defining what a mentor is, because there can be confusion that, you know, is it a coach? Is it a consultant? Is it my boss? So what is a mentor? My definition of a mentor is somebody who is where you want to be in a specific area. It can be in a professional capacity or a personal capacity, and you form a relationship with them, and they end up reaching back, grabbing your hand, and help navigate you along your path at an accelerated rate. Mm. Oftentimes, people wonder, like, does it matter if you pay them or not? It's like the yeah. exchange of money has nothing to do with it. You can certainly pay somebody to mentor you, or it can be done without any exchange of, of, of money, but at the end of the day, I feel like a coach is somebody who you hire for a specific task, whereas a mentor is somebody who embodies everything you want to be mm -hmm. on a certain subject and you surround yourself with them so that you can mold yourself after them. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm glad I want to come back to that particular piece, but I'm glad you mentioned the piece about, you know, there, there might be an exchange of monetary value or there might not be. And to be honest, I remember a few years ago when I first heard of that concept of somebody paying someone to mentor them, I was, I was kind of surprised. I didn't realize that that was a thing that someone could do. How, how prevalent do you think that is? <sighs> I'd probably say 60% 60 to 65% free mm -hmm. and 40 to 35% paid. Yeah. And I and I completely just made those numbers up so take it for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kind of got based on your experience in the field <laughs> and talking to people. I'll buy it. it. Just sounded just sounded right. But yeah. I said it with confidence and that's what matters. Exactly. Yes, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> But this piece about seeking out someone who is doing or has done what you want to do seems like the key differentiator to me. Because like as a coach, I don't need to have done what the person I'm coaching wants to do. It might help, but it's not a prerequisite. Sure. Necessarily. So let's say that I know what my aspiration is and I know what direction I want to take my business and I see someone who is doing that. You know, I guess first, how do I know that I'm really ready for a mentor? Because it does seem like something that you want to enter into with some degree of clarity about what mm, you're looking for. That is such a great question, Beth. And Ultimately, it's, it's kind of like that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear mm -hmm. type of situation. You're ready for a mentor when you are willing to drop your ego. Mm -hmm. You're willing to get vulnerable and be honest about where you need help. And let's be real. We all need help. Yes. We're all human. Yep. And here's the most important part. They're going to give you advice. They're going to give you counsel. You have to be willing to take action. Mm -hmm. You are not ready 
if you are not willing to take action on the guidance that is being given to you. What do you do? You know, I can imagine a scenario where you're working with someone and like you said, you know, they give you advice and and guidance and you have to be willing to take action. What if you feel some resistance or or even like that action might not be the best one for you? You know, does that does that ever happen and how do you handle that? Sure, sure. And and I think part of this is just understanding that the mentor-mentee relationship, think of it like a marriage. It's not like the husband just tells wife, you do this, and, <laughs> right. and it is so, or vice versa. Yeah. The mentor can make recommendations, and you as the mentee, if you don't feel that it's aligned, push back, mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm. It's an open dialogue, and at the end of the day, they're going to share their perspective, you're going to share your perspective, and you should leave that engagement with some consensus on what you're going to do about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And at that point, it's up to taking action. But that also comes down to just choosing the right mentors, people who are aligned with you and and realizing that if you pick well, they are where they are for a reason and you are where you are for a reason and um, maybe you should try their way. Yeah. Well, that leads me to my next question of, you know, what do I look for? You know, we've already talked about someone who is where you want to be. What else do you need to consider when you're looking for a mentor? Yeah, so this is and this is my sincere intention just by being on this podcast is that by the time you finish listening to this that you'll be able to press pause and take action and actually get results. I want this to be that impactful, but it starts by you having to have a serious conversation with yourself and say, "Where is it that I need the most help?" And there's a reason for this. Mm-hmm. Because a mentor can serve you best in their area of expertise. You're not going to go to a real estate investor and ask on how to start a knitting business. You know, it just, yeah. it's not aligned. And so, Beth, can we actually role play with you just to give everybody a live example? Oh boy, sure. <laughs> so, the extrovert is about to pull the extrovert out of the introvert. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, and, and there's a reason I'm doing it this way because I haven't prepped her. I want everybody to understand these are the questions that you should ask yourself so that you can get the results. It's that important. So, mm-hmm. my question for you, Beth, is out of everything that you're working on right now, what is the number one thing you need the most help with? Promoting myself. Um, and not just when I say myself, it's not so much um, me personally, but I suppose it's it's the message. How can that message reach the broadest audience possible so that I can be efficient with the way I'm communicating? And when it comes to just to, to be uber specific and clarified, clarified, mm-hmm. clarification, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, when you say your message, do you mean the message that you deliver on your podcast? Um, I mean the message that I am delivering through the book that I'm publishing. Okay, okay. Now, so you've got clarity on where you need help. Mm-hmm. Who would be, if you had to describe the ideal person who could guide you? Describe them to me. There's someone who has um, you know, been a successful author. They have a strong platform, not so much that it's a lot of people, but it's, you know, it's the quality over the quantity piece. So they're really engaged and connected with their people. And they have used their book to change the model of their business from one to one to one to many and making their phone ding with notifications that tell them they just made money by doing something that maybe they did two years ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of person that I'm looking for. And someone who is into, you know, like they definitely want to grow, but they're not, you know, I am not a 24-hour put-on-the-hat entrepreneur. There has to be some, you know, life. well. Got it. Um, and so I think that's why the, the dinging notifications is kind of an important part. So if you had to summarize that person 
down so that you could describe them in one sentence, maybe mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Go f- do it. This will take me just a second. Okay. They have established a business model that enables them to reach many people efficiently with an impactful message that changes their perspective, changes their business, their lives. And they have sources of quote unquote passive income that give them freedom. Okay. So is it fair to say that you at this point in time are looking to find ways to spread your message through your book and you're looking to meet other authors who have found a way to create a platform that allowed them to maximize their reach and their profitability for the long run? Yes. Thank cool. you. Cool. You're welcome. Here to help. (laughs) So there's a reason that I went to that detail with Beth because I wanted everybody else to be able to do the same. So Mm -hmm. the question you ask yourself is out of everything I'm working on right now, what is the one thing I need the most help with? And then if I had to describe the ideal person who could guide me, who would they be and be able to do it as concisely as I just did. Mm -hmm. Here's where this comes into play. Once you have that level of clarity, you need to recognize that 80% of everything you could possibly need is already within your circle of influence. Mm, yeah. Everybody has a network and we very rarely engage them. And so here is the simple action that you can do that will yield massive results. And it is called talking about it. <laughs> really? I have to talk? Are you kidding? I know, this is right? an introvert here. <laughs> and, and, and so, and this is where, you know, I've got something for you guys that'll really, uh, I took this and put it into a seven-day mini course that mm-hmm. holds your hand day by day that says, okay, today just do this. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow do this. And it's called Connect with Seven Amazing People in Seven Days or Less. And you can check that out at findthebestmentors.com. That's mentors with an S. But something magical happens when you just start telling people what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And it's because we as human beings, we have an innate desire to help one another. And the moment that Beth tells me what she's looking for on a subconscious automatic level, my brain is just going, oh, can I help her? Maybe. Do I know somebody who can help her? No, not off the top of my head. Okay, well, and then I just filed that in the back of my mind. And as I continue to network with people, if I come across a kick-ass author who meets that criteria, you best believe something's going to go off in my mind and be like, oh, man, Beth was looking to connect with somebody like that, and I would consider making that connection. Yeah, It absolutely. happens automatically. Yeah. And so what I would encourage you to do, and for some of you this may be a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Growth happens when you stretch yourself. Uh-huh. That's right. I want you to think of somebody in your network who you are incredibly close with, very comfortable with, even your best friend. Mm-hmm. And I want you to pick up the phone, and I want you to call them. And when they answer the phone, I want you to say, what's up, best friend? They're going to say, not much. What's up with you? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying not much like you normally do, because let's be real, we all yep, do it. We all do. Instead of saying not much, I just want you to say, you know, a lot actually. The podcast has been going great and I've realized that in order for me to get better at spreading my message, I need to meet some authors who have built successful platforms and also found ways to really reach the maximum a number of people as well as make profits Mm -hmm. and shut your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. So there's no ask that you have to necessarily make in that moment. It's more just like put it out there. If you feel uncomfortable making the ask, then just shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. If you feel comfortable saying, do you happen to know anybody? Mm -hmm. Then go for it. Let me tell you the power of this. Rewind to the end of 2013. I'm in medical device sales, um, living a great life. 
And my life was really turned upside down when two things happened. One was a buddy of mine had a stroke and he was 35 years old. Mm -hmm. And the other was my company made a change to my commission structure and overnight my income was slashed by 40%. Wow. And that happened within about a matter of a week. Mm -hmm. In that moment, I knew that my corporate job was not secure. And if I was going to take care of my family, my wife, my daughter, be able to keep our house I had to start building passive income and I wanted to do it through real estate investing. Mm -hmm. And so I hear this Jim Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I look at who my five are and they're all great people. They're all still in my life. Mm -hmm. But are any of them financially free? Yeah. No. How can I go to them for advice if they are not already where I want to be? And so I just simply set an intention of surrounding myself with successful real estate investors. And I ended up in front of this guy who I was nervous to meet because he's a very successful guy. And he asks me what's going on in my life. And I just nervously blurted out (laughs) for the first time, I'm looking to get in real estate and I want to surround myself with successful real estate investors. Yep. The guy sits back in his chair and he just starts rocking back and forth. (laughs) And all of a sudden he just looks at me and goes, you know what? Come to my house tomorrow. I want to introduce you to somebody. And I say, okay. (laughs) And I show up to his house. He introduces me to his friend Dave. Dave and I hit it off. Come to find Dave's done over 10,000 real estate transactions. Wow. And we build enough of a relationship that I got a call one day and he said, you know, you were aligned in terms of our values. Why don't you throw some money in the pool? I'm taking down this building on the East Coast and I'd love for you to be a partner. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So because I opened my mouth once, Now Jeffrey owns part of a building on the East Coast. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, I we have to, and I think this is especially important for introverts to hear that we must vocalize what it is we're looking for. It's not enough to think about it and visualize. You know, those are all good. Um, we have to take that next stretch step and actually tell people. And I would just say even, you know, tell people anyone you know, really basically family, friends, you know, because you never know where a connection is going to be made. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, let's reverse the tables on you, Beth. I mean, if somebody, if you got on the phone with a listener, clearly the, you have a really strong audience that follow you. And if, if one of them had the opportunity to get on the phone with you, I'm sure they'd be very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even a little starstruck. <laughs> and if they were to turn to you and say, Beth, thank you so much for the podcast. Um, I have to ask, I'm going through this time and frankly, I'm a little lost and I really am needing help with X, Y, and Z. Could you help me? Mm-hmm. Would, what would be going through your mind? I would be, you know, first flattered, you know, because it's, it's an honor for someone to make themselves vulnerable, to reach out, um, to see you as someone that can make a positive contribution to them. So I think that that's, you know, that's kind of the first layer of, of how I would respond. So you're saying that if somebody got the courage mm-hmm. to reach out to you and ask you for help, you wouldn't shut them down. You yep. wouldn't think negative thoughts about them. In fact, you'd feel honored. Yep. You And you'd think probably positive thoughts about them. You'd probably think they're a strong person because they had the confidence to get vulnerable and ask for help. Exactly, exactly. And I go to, you know, I go to the work of Brene Brown, if you're familiar with her. Um, you know, she talks about the power of vulnerability. And she said, it's not a weakness, it's a strength. And, and that's what I think we have to be able to tap into when we're talking about forming these kinds of relationships. This is it, people. 
if you have ever wondered, you know, how can I get out there and ask people for help? How can I reach out to somebody who I perceive to be way more successful than me? Why in the world would they possibly help me? I turned the tables on Beth for a reason. I wanted you to hear immediately what would go on inside her mind if somebody did that to her. And it was all positive things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is the way that it is with all successful people. Mm-hmm. I've asked every single one of my mentors this question. And some of them are, are very high level CEO type people. And I've point blank said, why in the world are you on the phone with me? Why in the world are you <laughs> spending time with me? I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them, they, they want to leave a legacy. They want to make a difference. They're past making money. They got more money than they could possibly need. Yeah. They want to yeah. make an impact. Yeah. And the, and the truth is, it's like, you know, all of us experience a lot of um, challenges, you know, in the beginning. And it's almost like those challenges and how we overcame them are wasted if they're not shared. And I, and I don't mean that to sound, you know, as, as dramatic as it is or, or that they're truly wasted. But it, it seems like they haven't fully, you know, served their purpose if mm-hmm. they've not been passed along. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and I, I want to, you know, wrap up this conversation maybe by, um, you know, personally, I want to reinforce what you're sharing here about surrounding yourself with people who have done what you want to do. Because I think, and, and I found this in the beginning of my entrepreneurial path, that I would, it, it's so easy to kind of get stuck hanging out with people who are in the same place you're in, who are experiencing the same challenges, the same pain, um, the same wins, you know, that do also happen. And it can be a very comfortable place because you can be commiserating with other people and you feel like, oh, I'm not alone in this. And I think that a turning point for an entrepreneur happens when you you shift and you say, you know, I need to be hanging out with people who have done what I want to do. I need to, you know, break out of this cycle of just hanging out with people who are in the same place because I'll just get caught in, you know, the whirlpool and the, vor- the vortex and get sucked in. If I'm going to break out, then I need to be, you know, talking to the person who's done 10,000 real estate transactions, not the person who is struggling to get five. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there because I remember for myself, that was a huge revelation where I realized, wow, you know, hanging around people in the same place as me serves a purpose for a certain amount of time. And one has to challenge themselves, you know, to recognize when it is no longer serving you. And and in reality, it's keeping you stuck. I agree. And let me change, let me offer a different perspective. Because when you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at will change. Mm -hmm. You and I, we have many things in common. One is that we both have goals. We both have dreams and this, this big vision for what our dream life would look like. And we've got two options every single day. We can take action on our own and try to figure out how to get to where we want to be, mm-hmm. at which point we're really just guessing. Although sometimes damn good guesses. Right. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to waste a lot of time. You're going to waste a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to look at this a little differently and just say, hey, what if I were able just to go to the people who are already where I want to be? What if I were able to talk to them like a human being, tell them where I'm at, and just ask for help, knowing, because you heard it from Beth, that she, in an innate, raw human level, wants to help you Mm -hmm. and allow them to tell you, hey, do steps one, two, three first. Watch out for step four because you're going to mess up there. Oh, you need to meet these people for step five. Let me introduce you because I happen to know them. How much faster would you get to where you wanted to be? Mm -hmm. 
if you have the right exactly and that's where for me this has become a calling because it's not like i i woke up one day and was like i'm going to teach people how to find mentors it was like (laughs) i just did it myself and all of a sudden i started teaching other people how to do it yeah and then i just started recording the conversations with my mentors which is why the mentee podcast was born and now it's gotten to the point where this is what i do Mm-hmm. I show people how to break out of their comfort zone and I show you how you can get out there and form relationships with the right people, even if you're an introvert. Yeah, absolutely. It's important for all of us. And if you want to succeed, that's, I mean, truly that is the key is forming those connections with other people that, um, I, I hate the cliche, you know, take you to the next level. <laughs> well, um, it, it, it's you know. not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, see, look at that. Exactly. And I've also heard a twist on that where they said it's not who you know also, it's also who knows you. And so there's a certain amount of uh, visibility that way as well. And so I think it's a it's a cycle. Yeah, that uh, that struck a chord with me. I like that. Mm, looks. Well, a lot of things have struck a chord with me as we've been talking. So thank you so much for, um, for what you've shared here. Um, very valuable stuff. And I appreciate your focus on uh, being able to share things that take action, you know, that allow us to take action. So thank you. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. And, and if I can throw a challenge out there to everybody, mm-hmm. um, the number one thing that will secure you that you have lasting, fruitful relationships with high-level people is your ability to add value to them. Mm-hmm. And you're going, what? How can I add value to somebody who's more successful than me? Mm-hmm. Simply asking the question is a great start. But in this situation, the reason I'm bringing this up is Beth does this for free. Beth gives amazing content and invests her most precious resource, her time, every freaking week to do this to help you. How can they add value to you, Beth? Mm-hmm. Are you asking me? I'm asking you <laughs> so you can tell them so they can add value to you. They can add value, and I and I don't know. <laughs> it's like I'm looking: is there a right answer or a wrong answer? That's is my not a trick question. It's not a trick question. So, um, so really, adding value to me is um, sharing it. You know, don't keep it to yourself. So, you know, if you're enjoying it and you're finding wisdom and useful information, then share it. Because there's a there's a quote that says the, and I'm going to mangle it a little bit, but um, the scent lingers on the hand that gives the rose. So there's there's a sense of, you know, I'm I'm handing you a rose, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> and you're and my request is that you pass that along. And that's going to make me feel good and it's going to make you feel good because you will have given something of value to somebody else. And they will then not just look favorably on me, but they will be grateful and look favorably on you as the person who passed it along. Isn't that interesting? If somebody's willing to pay forward what mm-hmm. they're learning, then that adds value to the person who originally taught it to them. Yep. Yep. Sounds a lot like the mentor mentee relationship to me. There you go. I know. So there you go. <laughs> in action right here. So there you go. So I have I have just two quick wrap up questions for you before I let you go. Um, and this is a question I ask all of my guests. And that's if you were granted and I know three weeks is going to be a long time. So let's just say one week, you have one week on introvert island, but you have three books that you can take with you. Mm-hmm. What would you take with you? And why? Uh, so I'm definitely that person who reads to improve myself. 
100% of the time. And the books that have made the biggest impact on my life that I still love coming back to, the first one is Cashflow Quadrant, which a lot of people have heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad by yes. Robert Kiyosaki. Cashflow Quadrant is another one of the Rich Dad books, but that was the most impactful one for me. And so I like to share because most people haven't heard of it. Yeah. So that's a good one. Uh, that's actually where I first heard that Jim Rohn quote, and that's when I had the massive mm. light bulb that I needed to switch it up. Yeah. Uh, second one, how to win friends and influence people. Oh, awesome. Dale Carnegie. Can't yep. Go wrong. Yep. <laughs> Just because that one. And then um, I'll switch it up. Another one I really like is Three Feet from Gold. And remember when I told that story about getting into real estate and yeah. how I sat in front of this guy who I perceived to be very successful? Um, he's the author. Mm, nice. And I didn't realize it at the time. So I'm <laughs> sitting down in front of this guy and I was like, you ever read this book, Three Feet from Gold? And it just started <laughs> laughing. And I was like, oh, he's the author. Nice. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Wow. Well, and, 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 and to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another sign that it was meant to be, you know, synchronicity at work. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you for those those resources. I, I know I'm definitely going to have to add some of that to my reading list. Um, there you go. Yeah. And so what is uh, the best way for people to um, connect with you, learn more about you, and especially to connect with your podcast? Sure, sure. So the podcast is called The Mentee, and Mentee, M-E-N-T-E-E, -E, like mentor mentee. And the bottom line is I have assembled a powerhouse group of mentors. And I don't share that to brag. I share that to show you what can happen if you set some intention to surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. And unfortunately, not everybody gets a chance to sit down with some of these guys. And so I record those conversations as a way for you to legitimately hear the exact conversations that are changing my life. Yeah. And that's the purpose of the podcast. So go ahead, subscribe there. Um, if you want if you're just going, all right, this is really waking me up and I know I need to make a change and I need to surround myself with the right people, that seven-day course free is amazing. Mm -hmm. And seven, it's called Connect with Seven Amazing People in Seven Days or Less and it freaking works. And you just go to findthebestmentors.com for that. And then I am all over social media. So whether it's Facebook, Twitter, uh, interest or what's it called? Pinterest Pin or not, Instagram. I, I, was like, I was like Instagram and Pinterest means interest. Pinterest, no, yeah, yeah. Instagram, and I'm going to start doing Periscope with some of my mentors, oh, which yeah. will be really interesting. Fun. But um, it's at Jeff Woods, and it's Jeff with a G, G E O F F Woods with an S, W O O D S, and uh, maybe you'll get some interesting conversations live through that. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you're, you're cutting edge there with Periscope. Um, I'm trying. Well, yeah. I, I had a conversation earlier today with this woman who's like the leading authority in the world for Instagram marketing. Mm -hmm. And because um, I suck at it. And so I said, who's the best? Let's go to her. See, yep. I walk the talk. Yep. And uh, she basically said, you need to get on it. So I, I said, jump on it, jump on, you know, <laughs> exactly. I, I signed up, but I, I've only watched a few videos, which feels very voyeuristic. But, um, but it was kind of fun. I watched a woman like, walking through a neighborhood in Paris, you know, <laughs> so, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. It's like, you know, it makes the already small world even smaller. That's right. So, and I'll throw one last thing out for everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, and you're just going, I need help. And I, I just feel a little bit lost. I'd be happy to get on the phone with you free of charge for 15 minutes and just almost walk you through what I did with Beth in terms of helping you get some clarity and pointing you in the right direction. And um, you can actually just access my calendar. It's menteepodcast.com slash call. And nice. you can book a time with me. That's okay. it. Okay. Awesome. What a, what a, that's also another wonderful pay it forward example. So thank and you. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. It's been a, a fabulous conversation. I appreciate your wisdom and generosity and wish you 
all the best. Uh, thanks so much, Beth. I hope you'll take some time right now to consider what role mentoring plays in your business, whether you have a mentor, you are one, or both. And what happens when you reflect on the five people you spend the most time with? Do they reflect who you are? And more importantly, how are they influencing and changing who you are for better or for worse? Finally, what's your biggest goal and who can support you in achieving it because he or she has already accomplished it? Those are lots of things to think about, and I invite you to take action sooner rather than later. If you get stuck, try listening to Jeff's podcast for inspiration. Be open to learning about what part of his extrovert energy is reflected in your own. What do you care about so deeply that you're willing to stretch? Lean into that and reach out to the people that you want to mentor you. If you find value in these podcasts, I invite you to take a moment to stop by iTunes and leave a short review. Reviews and ratings help raise the visibility of the podcast, which makes it easier for more people to find it and enjoy it. I really appreciate your consideration. Upcoming episodes of The Introvert Entrepreneur include interviews with David Nyhill, author of Do You Talk Funny? And Kevin Cruz, author of 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. Both of those were fabulously fun conversations, so I can't wait to share them with you. So stay tuned. Special thanks to my podcast producer, Paul Messing, and to you for sharing this time with me. This is Beth Bilo of The Introvert Entrepreneur, and until we meet again, remember that success is an inside job. Thank you.